everyone, it's Michelle with Studio City Now, and today my guest is Mirav Tarka. Did I pronounce yes. that right? Oh, yes. great. Mirav Tarka. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. And, um, you know, we had a little issue with the time because you're in Italy. I am, yeah. Which is incredible. So I've been reading your bio, and I'm like so impressed. You're a power coach. How did you become a power coach? Um, how long do we have? <laughs> oh, <laughs> we can um, always do lots of segments. <laughs> okay, I will try to to make it um, as uh, to the point as possible. So, uh, first of all, thank you so much for hosting me, and I apologize for my voice. I kind of lost it today because I was talking way too much. <laughs> um, uh, I was born in Israel. 40 years ago, and um, I had a very challenging life. I mm -hmm. went through four wars, big wars. Ooh. Yeah, literally running away from bombs ever since I was a, a child. Um, I also had uh, four or five abusive relationships, and uh, I served in the military for two years. I was almost raped. I was um, almost hostaged. And through all that, the one thing that saved me was my power. It was my, um, my ambition to, determination to keep on going through and not let anything break me. So uh, life did try to break me the way that I, I saw it at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I was kicked out of my house by my parents uh, and I lived in the streets, and uh, I had no one and nothing. I had no food. I had no clothes. And uh, I, I kept on surviving and recreating myself. And um, one thing that really helped me, except my hardcore mentality, was mm -hmm. uh, exercise, was training. My boxing bag was my best friend. And it was there that I started recognizing how much power... I'm getting mm -hmm. from, from, from those kind of things. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't have survived. Um, that made me feel strong. The, the boxing, the, the activity, the physical activity, that gave me power in the worst times of my life. So fast forward a few years, um, I, became, I, I came to Italy uh -huh. and uh, I became a, a self-defense instructor because that's what I did in the military. I was a self-defense Maga instructor. So I started teaching did you say Krav Maga? Krav Maga, yes. Krav Maga instructor. I took two years of it. It is the best. It is oh the best. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so empowering. It is. And Saturday, I am getting an award for my uh, 20 years of work with Krav Maga. I'm uh, one of the world's renowned experts in female Krav Maga. Yeah, and it became... It became my, my mission for many years in Italy. I was teaching it to everyone I could. So I started teaching Kav Maga and um, I started using things uh, on top of the techniques and everything that I learned. I started using what I, um, what I felt was my power uh, with others. I, I started letting others feel in their power through things that I've learned on myself all these years. And... Um, and this is how I started becoming a power coach. Then fast forward years after that, I became a single mom. And that's when I really needed my power because um, I had to take care of two little girls all by myself. 
mm-hmm. and I just moved to a different country and uh, it was difficult. I couldn't work anymore physically. So uh, because I had to, to be home with the girls all the time, I was all alone. I had no, no one that could help me. So mm-hmm. I started looking for ways to expand my business, to change it in a way that I could work from home, that I could work online, and I could still transmit the same ideas that I did when I was teaching people Krav Maga. And it was then when I started exploring the world of self-development, I started working on loving myself more and so on because of all what I went through with the divorce and the separation and being a single mom and so on. And um, then I developed that method that was including all the mental training and the physical training and the spiritual training and emotional uh, training and everything together in order to give people what I've learned all these years on my own flesh and blood and create that, that unstoppable power that have saved me so many times. But this time, not just to survive, but to thrive with it. So this is what I do. <laughs> yeah, I am like, as I read this, I'm like, oh my gosh, Wonder Woman, and you have two Wonder Woman kids, which <laughs> yes. is great. Yeah, thank you. And now, um, it says you balance what your chi, facial, facial training, yeah, I'm out walking, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, My normally quiet walk, today everybody's decided they must see me, <laughs> drive by me. Yeah. <laughs> Laughter yoga, warrior, tap, warrior tapping, I don't even know what that is. Well, these are all kinds of things that I, I tried on my, my different clients, and uh, I keep on researching, I keep on learning, I keep on trying things and adding them to to what I teach in order to, mm-hmm. to, first of all, make it interesting, but also uh, vary the ways that we connect to our power and we we use it in order to, to live an unstoppable life. So laughter mm-hmm. yoga, for example, brings out all the happy hormones. Uh, face yoga activates all the, the muscles in the face. So it actually uh, reduces wrinkles and reverses age so when you finish the training you look 10 years younger and if you do it constantly you keep on looking younger <laughs> i'm all for that <laughs> yeah yeah and warrior tapping is techniques that uh, warriors ancient warriors used in order to increase their adrenaline and their their will to fight and i tap mm-hmm. into our inner warriors so i use that also in a much softer way but it helps and it also helps to drain the lymphatic system. So all of these things together, put together, create uh, an unstoppable machine. Oh, that's so incredible. Well, since the world kind of shut down, um, do you do this now via Zoom or maybe a YouTube channel? Yeah, um, I meet my my clients. Uh, I don't even call them clients in my mind. It's more like family. <laughs> we meet on Zoom uh, oh, wow. once a week, early morning. And we do this 20 minutes routine that is everything put together in a beautiful mishmash. We ended mm-hmm. up in a, in a nice active song, which we dance all together. And off we go to our day. So, yeah, I do it through, through Zoom, through Facebook. Oh, okay. Now, I also saw, I, I won't keep you on too, too long because I know your, th- your throat <laughs> and your voice. But I'm sorry uh, for that. It's just. Oh, no, it's okay. It happens. And I just don't want to strain everything because I know what that's like. <laughs> yeah. You've written a bunch of books. 
I have, I have, yeah. I love writing. I wrote uh, six books in one year. Oh my gosh. All bestsellers, yes. Right, I've got The Growth Hacking Book 2, yeah. The Working Woman's Express Self-Defense. I want that. Yeah. Lady X. Yes, Is Lady X, X yours? is the last book. It's beautiful. We have mm-hmm. our anniversary soon. Um, it's a love story written in a metaphoric way to teach a woman how to find true love to herself. Oh, yeah. You know, the one thing I have found, and it's just the way we were raised. Yes. um, Because I'm a little older than you, but my family is, or my mom's family is from Rome. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You're quite Italiano. I could swear. (laughs) (laughs) Che bello. (laughs) Che bella. Switching back to English. (laughs) Well, my grandmother would have been like 120 or something. Women didn't finish education. They got married. They cooked and they cleaned and had kids. Yeah. That's, and I'm the tail end of that. That's very Italian. Oh, very much so. Here in South Italy, many women are still like that. Well, if they're happy, I don't see, I couldn't do that. Yeah, me neither. Um, That was one of the things that, bothered me when I became a single mom because all of a sudden, you know, I had to stop doing what I really loved. I loved going around the world and teaching. I loved having an active social life. I loved having, um, you know, students around me and having that freedom. And already being a parent takes some of that freedom away. But when you're a single parent and you have no, you know, no collaboration or help from your partner or, or your family, your whole freedom is taken away that was my first lockdown you know because my girls were really small and um i had to find ways to find space for me so you know for me the the concept of just being a housewife it's 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 just i I couldn't do that either it's uh it's, it's too much eating my soul that way i need to express myself i need to be out there i need to to meet people to hug people Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I found, you know, I go out a lot, even if it's just for coffee. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I hole up in my apartment. But when that's taken away from you, yeah. even if you didn't go out for four months and suddenly you're told you can't. <laughs> yeah. It changes completely. It does. Yeah. And um, you said you were homeschooling your daughter, your six-year-old? Uh, yeah, I just started uh, because until now she was in the, in the preschool. And from this year, she has to go to school, school. But I just didn't agree with what they wanted her to do right. there. You know, that's happening here, too. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I, I know that many parents are compromising or they're okay with that. I'm, I'm just not okay with, with my child having to be distanced from other children her age, wearing masks at that age. I don't wear a mask and I'm 40. I have to wear one in my office. Yeah. Um, but if I'm out, it's off until I go into an establishment. Yeah. But, you know, for me, um, there are children and it's, uh, for me, it's, it's psychologically wrong to have something on their face uh, like that. So, yeah, I decided that I'm going to homeschool her. And luckily, although I felt very lonely when I took that decision, 
And I was really scared because the school threatened me with uh, social workers. Oh. Yeah, they do that here. Are you sure you want to do that? Why do you want to do that? Uh, okay, we need to let authorities know and so on, things like that. Although it is legal and it is our right, and actually as parents, the school is getting our permission to be with our children. So we don't need permission to take them out of school because these are our children and we should be the ones deciding about their education, about their health, about, you know, when they are this young, especially. Um, so I thought I was the only one because all the other parents were okay with, with everything and I was the only one fighting. But apparently I'm not the only one. <laughs> so I joined yeah. this beautiful group of other parents who, who feel like me, who want to raise their children in freedom and liberty and to be in control of what they are learning or not learning in schools and having them hug each other and not, not you know, be distanced, especially at such a young age, and learn beautiful, amazing things. So we created this group and all the classes are going to be in nature and with animals and games and, and you know, it, it's beautiful, it's amazing. And this is a way that I feel my children should be educated. Of course, every parent makes their decision. As a single parent, I need to... I need to make all the decisions myself. And uh, it wasn't easy to make that decision. It's a lot of sacrifices as a parent because, you know, it takes a lot of time and, uh, and you have to reprioritize things and rearrange your time accordingly. But, you know, when you have kids, you do... You do everything. What, exactly. I'm going to let you go so you don't strain your voice. You know, lots of tea. Yeah. Lots of honey in it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I'd love to do uh, segment two or episode two. Yeah, let's do that. You got it. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh, my gosh, we do. But thank you so much. I hope your voice gets better soon. Thank you, Michelle. Okay, and we'll talk soon. Okay. okay you, you have a wonderful, I think it's nighttime there now. Yeah, it's uh, 10 p.m. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, you have a wonderful, wonderful night, and we'll talk soon. Okay. You too. Thank you, Michelle. Okay. Yeah, bye bye. Bye. So, the other day when we um, talked, you know, I also didn't have internet for a couple of days. Uh, perfect. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, most of the valley was down. But we were talking about your books and you know, your inspirations and how you wound up in Italy. So I looked yeah. at all your books and I was like, oh my God, I am so impressed. This is so incredible. Thank so, you. Yeah. And um, you have two daughters, what, uh, five and seven? Five and six. Five and six. Well, Sarah is going to be six in the end of this month and Kaya is going to be five in the beginning of next month. Wow. See, that's incredible, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're homeschooling both of them, from what I remember. No, my, my little one is still in kindergarten, or preschool, which is the same place. Right. But uh, my older one, I just uh, removed her. Right. Right. You know, France now is going to start finding people who don't get vaxxed. Really? Yeah, in 2022. I just read that. 
which is kind of sad. How can they do that? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. Especially when there's other protests there, so it doesn't make any sense. I think they just like causing trouble. I don't know. But anyway, um, so you have this network of women around the world, which I think is so incredible. Yeah, I know, incredible women. Right, let me grab my coffee. I'm literally right... It's 8 o'clock in the evening here, so no coffee for me. <laughs> yeah, I made coffee and my taste is off. So it tastes a little strange. But um, how did you develop this, you know, incredible bond with, what is it, six women around the world? Yeah, well, each woman I met in a different circumstances. Mm -hmm. so, and you're going to talk to them out. So it has been an amazing um, journey. Yeah, and you've um, written all the books. I saw your your um, library of books that you read. I saw it on Amazon. And I'm excited yeah. to connect with everybody. Yeah. They're amazing. The women, the world lady, it's amazing. We were actually supposed to be 10 women. Mm -hmm. And halfway through the book, half of the women left the project. And mm -hmm. it was devastating. We had to rewrite chapters and change and take off chapters. And uh, it was really weird energies because, you know, we planned everything together and we worked together as a team. Mm -hmm. And then some of them just decided to leave. So Lady X had took a break. I was thinking even not to, not to have it, not to do it, because I was like, how do we do it now? How do we sit in places of another side of the There's all kinds of politics going out there. Mm -hmm. You know, women politics. But you got um, it done. But we decided to write it anyway. Great. Yeah. Do the people outside? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, my, uh, when we wrote it, we were saying that um, Lady X chose her authors and Lady X chose her story. And this, is, this was exactly that way. Yeah. So your books are self-help, they're self, um, you know. They're different. The other book is different, completely. Right. And Lady X's book... You can tell me a little about that. Lady X is a, is a story about love. Uh-huh. It's, it's a story about one woman who is made out of many layers, each layer written by another author. There's mm -hmm. actually a bit of all of us in here. Mm -hmm. um, the stories are based on reality. And the first chapter is mine, first two chapters are mine. So each one of us wrote another two chapters, and then we wrote the last chapter together. Oh, how wonderful. And it's about a woman. Yes. And it took us six months to write it, which is the longest book I've ever written, because usually my books take between a month or two. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a magical, magical journey. We met every week. We talked. We had wine together. We, we talked about how we wanted her to evolve. It was a very interesting voyage, and practically... Lady X is looking for true love through mm -hmm. the story, and in the end of the story, she 
who finds that true love within her and then she finds it of course outside of her and the book is written in two different layers you can just read it as a normal fiction book but you can also read it as a self-help book with all kinds of methods and homework that you can take take away and apply to your life it's absolutely beautiful and that's on Amazon yeah you hit yeah you had sent me um all the books and of course you're in my studio I'm away from my studio at the moment. I know I'm looking forward to reading all of them. I'm looking forward to talking to everyone. <laughs> We're going to do really it by fun. Zoom. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which will be great. Yeah, so um, apparently everybody's around the world now? Yes. Um, and two authors, I don't think they can even make it because the hours are so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're from all over the world. Yeah, so you said you all met and had wine. Was this done via Zoom, or were you all in the same place? Via Zoom, yeah. Uh, all, all my books were written during the lockdown. Oh, okay. Except yeah. my first one that I wrote by myself. <laughs> but it involved a lot of wine also. So. I had something that was deadly last night. Whiskey. <laughs> oh, that's hardcore. It is, but it was um, like a whiskey drink, and it tasted orangey. Tasted like a creamsicle. That was a mistake. <laughs> Sounds sexy though. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I can only imagine that. I don't drink during the week because I, then I get too tired. So. Well, my hours are very um, flexible. Yeah, yeah. And I had a friend visiting. I hadn't seen him in two years. Because um, he lives in a different state. So he was out here filming and we finally got together. And it was just... Like a friend. Yes. Just nice catching up. We've known each other 50-something years. Wow. You know. Which is interesting since I'm 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. So we were going to get into... If I recall from our last conversation, because we touched on everything, and I think we were going to get into self-help, self-care this time. Yeah. And, um... I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's something, you know, here in America, we just don't do it, because we're kind of taught, yeah, you know? that's selfish, and it's not selfish, you have to help yourself. What kind of things would you suggest for even, you know, like people like you and me who work all day... Um, come home. Yeah, it's not easy to to find time for yourself when you, you know, when you're uh, I'm a single mom and and working and I'm the only one, you know, is providing for my children and um, and doing things for me and for them. So, but it's fundamental because if not, you can get to a burnout. Yeah. Oh, I know. And um, yeah. what type of things would you suggest? For let's say, let's say, um, well, what kind of things do you do for self care? Well, the last week wasn't a good example. Yeah, <laughs> but usually I would insist on um, doing my hair once a week, mm-hmm. just lying down there, you know, not lying down, sitting down, and and letting the hairdresser just take care of my hair for me. 
uh, ideally I would get a massage once a week. Yeah, it's really cheap here also. So any kind of massage, and uh, I would schedule one day a month where I can get some self care, take care of you know, like my nails and face and things like that. I just to yeah, it's a bit some time for me. I love that. I haven't had a massage in a while, but to me, getting a mani pedi is the best thing ever. Yeah, I love that also. Yeah. And you know, when you feel good, you look good, and when you look good, you, you move good, you do good, and you feel you good. More people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And things are finally starting to open up a bit here. I'm not sure how it's going where you are. Well, I, I live life differently, you know. I, I don't care. I do whatever I want. <laughs> I knew I liked you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, me. I, I walk around without a mask. I, I, I don't care. But uh, nothing happens. Nobody kicks me out of anywhere. See, here they will physically kick you out. Like in the market yeah, the other day, right. some guy came up to me. I was on the phone, and my mask was down, and he caused a scene. Because my mask was down, and people do that here. Yeah. Which is so ridiculous. What did he do? He started yelling at me about my mask, and I turned around and I walked away. Went into the bathroom. It's like, follow me now, dude. <laughs> what did he do? He didn't do anything. At that point, he walked away. There was nothing he could do. So rude. I mean, why would he do that? People feel entitled. And... Um, the scare tactics have definitely worked on everyone. But on to other things. Other than self-care, yeah. how about things like yoga? Um, oh, gosh. Well, I do my power shots in the morning with my group of uh, client women um, who are amazing our family for me. So we gather together at 7 o'clock in the morning and we connect our energy and do some Tai Chi and Qigong and face yoga. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we do some ice spoons on our faces. So 7 o'clock in the uh, morning, your time is, that's what, 10 o'clock my time? 10 p.m.? P.m., probably, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's also recorded for people who don't wake up at that time. <laughs> so you're waking to jump on us. Yeah, so that's a huge way, beautiful way to start the day. Yeah. Or even end the day. Cause yeah, well, not exactly, because I end the session with uh, some POW, ah. which is power of warrior, which is, you know, kind of grandma moves to get your energy up. Right. So you don't sleep after that. <laughs> <laughs> I drink coffee before I go to bed. <laughs> oh, thank God. Wow, that's incredible. And where can we find your, um, that link? I'm on Facebook, Miraf Tarka. It's oh, over yeah. there. <laughs> cool. I'm also on LinkedIn, but I'm more on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to look you, for you on Facebook now that I'm down to... 4,998 friends. No, you have to reduce it. I reduce it all the time. Do I just say under 1,500? Oh, I... Well, because I do music and other things, I 
you know, I have to keep a lot of that going. That's actually okay. So, with your daughter who you're going to homeschool... Um, yes, she's already homeschooled. Okay. And why is she homeschooled? Because I want to uh, accept her going with a mask to school. Makes sense to me. <laughs> I can't... I, she never wore a mask. She never will wear a mask. It's just, I mean, it's unacceptable. So, a group of parents me included, mm-hmm. have created this wonderful center of Korea. She's very happy there. That's great. And your other daughter is in a regular school? Yeah, she's in preschool. She's still young. Oh, okay. Okay, I... It said they're five and six? Yes, five and six. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. And Where you sound... You? I'm sorry. Here, uh, school is ob- obligated only from six years old. So. Yeah, here too. A preschool or kindergarten is um, voluntary. But, yeah. um, you know, our school's just opened recently because everybody's been doing it online. Yeah. Yeah, which... Well, my kids are too small to do it online. Yeah. Well, I, they also need to be socialized. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I can't do anything online because, you know, it, it, I need, I don't know about you, but I need the interaction. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, I totally agree. But all the lockdown, I always invited people over. They always had interaction. I never did anything different either. Mm. I don't have people at my house, so that didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> and my dogs got walked more than usual. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, fish, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know my, um, well, I only have one dog now. And every morning, like, I get hit in the face with her leash. It's like, come on, Mom, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, great. Anything else you want us to know? Well, um, if there are any women listening to me, or anyone actually, I can hear Gaia in the background checking the time studio. Um, I just want to say that I've went through hell. I've went through really, really tough times. I broke down many times. And I broke through and I went through all of that. And each time I become stronger and wiser, and if I can do it, anyone can do it. So I'm just telling you, whoever's listening, if you're going through a hard patch, mm-hmm. just keep on walking and keep on going. If you go to hell, keep on going and you will get through it. Okay, now you said earlier you went through hell because I know you went through a horrible yeah. divorce. Well, still going through it because he doesn't want to give it to me. You're kidding me. But I am legally separated. No, I'm legally separated already for five years and we're physically separated for six Um, well five and something okay in this country i don't know how other countries work but i'm in california yeah it's automatic in the u.s right pardon me it's automatic in the u.s yeah kind of it's like let's say i'm married to um whoever and i've i filed for divorce 
and he doesn't want to get divorced, he can't really say, I'm ending the divorce because you can't, because I don't want to be divorced. No, but you may have to go to court to fight for the divorce, but he can't stop you from divorcing him. Well, here, um, the situation is different. Um, I've been waiting now five year, four years because he won't sign the papers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the reason, but he's also not paying anything, and he's also not visiting. So I know that in other countries, if the father doesn't uh, show up in six months, he loses all his parental rights. Here it's not like that. If he doesn't pay anything, he shouldn't have any rights. Here it's not like that. So oh, Yeah, it's not like that here either. And even if the father doesn't pay child support here, and don't take this as gospel because... Even though I work in family law part-time, some of the laws have changed, but from what I recall, even if a man doesn't pay child support, he's still entitled to see his kid, and uh, he doesn't lose anything. Although men have gone to jail. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but men have gone to jail for not paying child support. Oh, good. Yeah. You know, let them wear those orange jumpsuits. So you're still going through that, but... I'm going through that, and it's super difficult because, you know, I'm working. Mm-hmm. I'm a single mom. I have no help, not from my family, not from his family, not from anyone. Uh-huh. My children are going to private kindergarten, well, my homeschool and a private kindergarten, so it's all costing. Yeah. Now, what part of Italy are you in? I'm in South Italy, in the heel of Italy. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're kind of close to Sicily. No, no. Um, you need a boat to get to Sicily. I'm trying to picture Italy. I'll have to look on a map. <laughs> it's a boot. <laughs> it's a boot, yeah. And I'm in the heat of it. Well, for your soon-to-be ex, it's a butt-kicking boot. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I'm so sorry you have to go through all this with him. I think part of the issue is Italy is a very Catholic country. They don't. Well, yeah, they, they, they believe that, you know, that if uh, they give us enough time, we will figure things out, which won't happen, not in this case. No, not at all. Well, having been divorced and going through, not quite what you did, but of course, wish you the best of luck. But, you know, you'll get through it. You're doing so well. I mean, you're just amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So I'm going to wrap it up, and then we'll set up the um, Sunday meeting. Okay. But I'm very excited about that. Very excited to talk to you again. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And uh, you have all my contacts, so just feel free to send me a wink. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. So you have a wonderful night, and we will talk Sunday. I'll do it by Zoom. It won't be um, visual. It'll just be audio. Okay, so I'll talk to you soon. Thank you again. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Michelle. Okay, bye-bye. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.